ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of After the Movie. Hi. I'm Erica. Across from me is Bob. And I have several questions I'd like to pose to you, sir. Uh-huh. First of which being, what more do Lord and Miller have to do until they have the clout to make the fucking Clone High movie? <laughs> that is the question I pose to you. Uh, uh, After we have uh, just viewed Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. You know, I'm not really sure because Theo Epstein already broke the curse in Boston and in Chicago, so those aren't available for them anymore. That's fair. Those um, are gone. True. Those are gone. True. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe they can. You know make... what I think they have to do, Bob? What's that? They have to get Pacific Rim 3 made. However, it has nothing to do with your. Is there something wrong with my microphone? Yes. Okay. Spin it. You just didn't want to hear me talk about Pacific Rim. It was, it was just. It you started, didn't want to hear me talk about Pacific floating. Rim, you monster. It started floating around and it was very distracting. Can I, can I finish my thought now? My fan fiction related thought. Can I yeah, do Yeah, that? go ahead. Is that okay? Yeah. What they have to do is get Pacific Rim 3 made. It has nothing to do with Jaegers or anything. It is a heartfelt romp with Gottlieb and Geisler about Geisler getting better from being possessed by the precursors. And, and that ha- is what they have to do. And how does it get better? Uh, I mean, there's several different ways, Bob. Um, I've read many fan fictions <laughs> about this. <laughs> Would you like to have a five-hour discussion about that? Now we just saw a really good movie. I mean, I thought you wanted to talk about that. I mean, I, however, I am willing uh, to pause all of this. I am just curious about one thing. Lay it on me, and then we can move on. Lay it on me. Do do more of the fan fictions completely retcon the second movie, or try to correct it post second movie? Uh I've read a fair amount that course correct after. Uh, pretty much all of them ignore the fact that Mako is dead, which I appreciate because that was obnoxious. And then there's a fair amount that are just like, yeah, fuck that bullshit. Eh, Coffee shop, alternate universe. Shabam. Okay, we can move on. Okay, lucky enough, there were alternate universes in the movie (laughs) we saw this evening. All comes back around because I'm a professional. Professional podcasting Of of getting my dumb bullshit in. And then bring it back around. Well, well there's our there's our Pacific Rim mention. So there's one of the three for our fan. Oh, and we'll get there. I'm, I'm, I already know how I'm going to work in one of them. <laughs> and then the other one, probably in the same breath. <laughs> it'll be great. It'll be fine. It's coming. Don't worry. So uh, we actually went to the movies today, which always means... Get that left turn going into the trailer park. And and this is an animated movie, so all of the trailers are for uh, obnoxiously awful children's movies. For the most part. For the, don't think I forgot about that fucking last one. I got shit to say about breakthrough or whatever the fuck, okay? Uh, yeah. We'll get there. Uh, the first trailer we saw was Ugly Dolls. Um, I think those are a toy line? Maybe? 
possibly. Uh, you know what? What was amazing about that trailer? That the dolls weren't ugly, but were super cute. Uh, well, there's that. Uh, but also that there is absolutely no plot line whatsoever described. It's just the ugly dolls sing. Yep. That is the movie. Hey, at least they're being honest. This is the movie that you were coming to see. Or not, because no one's going to go see that movie. And um, Pitbull is in it. Hey, man's got to make some money. I, I, I don't begrudge people being in, in shitty animated movies. Uh, next trailer was How to Train Your Dragon 3. Uh, I told you in the theater, I have not seen the second one, but I really dug the first one. It's a very nice movie. And I have not seen any of them. Uh, and was gorgeously animated as well. Uh, Secret Life of Pets 2, uh, notably absent. Uh, Mr. CK sliding in. Mr. Oswalt. So, there was that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lego Movie 2, the second part. Uh, if we're going to do a sequel to the Lego Movie, I am pleased that they're working in Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> now, one could hope we get a little uh, Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice in there as well. It did look... Because like basically the and, same. And Superman are coming back. Yes. Right. Well, I said that to you in the theater. I was just like, are we doing that? Because that would be great. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it, mostly because I hold this first movie in very, very high regard, which is also a uh, Lord and Miller uh, uh, joint, we'll call it. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Mad Max wasn't a Lord and Miller movie. Oh, but if it was, Bob. <laughs> Actually, no. Leave Fury Road alone. It's like a perfect fucking movie the way it is. Um, I don't say that for, for many things. Um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, that first Lego movie we hold in very high regard. Much better than it had any business being, mm-hmm. uh, considering the subject material. But I think they're just producers. I don't know that they wrote the script. So there's some concern going in, but we'll probably end up seeing that, I would assume. Yeah, probably. I don't know if we'll see it in theaters, but we'll, we'll see. Because it it's point. January and February are typically pretty uh, pretty dry. January especially. Uh, March lately is getting more stacked, mm-hmm. but that didn't. We didn't see anything in March last year, so nope. We uh, uh, play have been playing catch up with that, but but so we'll see. We'll see. No promises. <laughs> uh, after that, A Dog's Way Home, which just kind of told you the entire movie in the trailer. Yes. So you don't need to see the movie. Nope. Dog uh, gets found as a puppy, raised man, goes away for something. Uh, dog runs away. Other people find dog. Dog gets taken very far away. Dog has many adventures. Dog gets back home. It's basically the incredible journey, uh, but Michael J. Fox is not voicing a super cute pit bull. So, mm. and Sally Field is not a cat, and I don't remember who voiced the golden retriever. But that movie makes me cry. Wasn't that Homeward Bound? Was it Homeward Bound? I thought that was Homeward Bound. I think you're right. It is Homeward Bound. You are correct. Pardon me. That movie makes me cry. Um, so you, you don't. Then you don't know if the golden's gonna make it. I know he's stuck in the pit. Oh my god! And you're just like sobbing, and then Shadow walks up. The- Stop! 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 <laughs> so yeah, a dog's way home. Literally, just go on YouTube and watch the trailer. You don't need to see this movie. 
next was the kid who would be king, uh, which is looks like a play on the King Arthur mythology. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. As Merlin. In a Led Zeppelin t-shirt. Yes. I'm into it. This looked, it, we're never, like. We're not going to see We're not going to see this, but it looked moderately entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the last trailer. Now, I, I don't want to uh, shit on anyone who, who may believe in higher powers and such, but, like, Christian movies, man, just like, well, well, here's the first thing that kind of made me angry. You've got the woman from, I think, what's the show called? This Is Us? I believe that's the one, yeah. Which I have not watched in a second of, but I was like, oh, the the larger lady, the, the fat lady, and... There's nothing, fat is not a bad word, first of all. I don't find that to be pejorative. I am fat. You are fat. Fat is not a bad thing. Okay, we agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Just so people know where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that out of disdain for her. I think it's awesome that she's, you know, herself and able to do her thing and actually, like, be able to appear on screen as she is. That's awesome. So I, I see her and I'm like, oh, awesome, cool. She's going to be, like, main character in, like, a movie. And then it veers into Jesus Town. And Jesus I, Town. I got a little upset. And I don't know why, but it was just kind of like, oh, really? Like, really? Okay. I think I think what bothers me about um the the you know, the the religious movies or the 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 miracle movies is is it did just, you not like Miracle with Kurt Russell? Uh, no, that was a hockey movie. That God. was a hockey movie. God didn't have anything to do with that. Um, Ho- the hockey gods did. Gritty did, but not. God, I gotta get a gritty shirt. We saw some upsettingly bad gritty shirts when we were in. They uh, were so bad in Philly this last. Uh, the only the one that was good was like a kid's shirt. Even that one kind of sucked. Which you need though, Bob. First, we gotta get you a photo with Gritty. Is what needs to happen. Uh, 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 second is you just need a a flyer sweater. Here's a th- here's what I'm gonna do. It has double zeros and gritty on the back. Here's what we need to do. We need to write like a dying patient letter to Gritty, mm-hmm. but instead of like trying to pretend like I'm dying, it just needs to be, dear Gritty, I am a perfectly able-bodied 33 year old man. Can I come meet you? Can I please come meet you? <laughs> if you really want to meet him, we just have to go to a Flyers game. Yes, that's true. Um, Which I will go to. Why do out. the worst teams get the best mascots? I don't know. It's not fair. It isn't fair. Um, well, I mean, Green Man isn't technically a mascot for anyone, so. It's true. He's a mascot for the people. With his stupid cute face. Uh-huh. Is, is Charlie Day mentioning? Is that a thing? Should Are we be. tracking we that? We probably should be. We should be tracking that. It should be an added stat. Start tracking it. Damn it. I hope he's got a spreadsheet. If he doesn't, I mean. I, I would hope Charlie Day has many spreadsheets. <laughs> um, Cute small TV husband. Anyway, um, no. What bothers What bothers me about these movies? Um, or these stories or TV show, whatever they may be, is they they end up just negating the human achievement. Right, because God did it. And you didn't do it. Those people didn't save him. God did it. Right. And it's like you are a vessel for the Lord. And that's it. And it's like no. Yeah. 
that those gets guys, on my nerves too. Those guys had to get in the water and right and actually do their jobs out. and like save the kid. Right. right. Yeah. Like so, I don't know. I I have, I generally have no problem with people who um, are faithful and oh no, whatever. Do your thing, if, man. That's if, not, it, that's if that's your thing. Great. Ours is not to judge. If you get something out of it and it helps you. You know, get through this fucking bullshit garbage town that we call life. Do it. I have Mad Max Fury Road and Pacific Rim and Labyrinth and Die Hard and the beautiful... And Alan Rickman from Prince of Thieves. (sighs) And just him. Just him. (laughs) Just him. All of his majestic glory. And Star, I have, I have that to help me get through the day. If you need religion to get you through the day, no judgments at all. But these movies are bullshit. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. So, I do like how we worked in a gritty conversation into that, though. <laughs> that makes me happy because <laughs> everyone should talk about gritty because gritty is the hero that we deserve. It's true. Not the hero we need. Though I think I always fuck that quote up. Is it the hero we need, not the hero we deserve? I have no idea. I've seen that movie so many times, you'd think I'd fucking know what the quote is. You know, the, the, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically like an effect where um, where everyone has an understanding of something and they believe it to be true, even though it's, it's not that it, at all. It's not that at all. It's never happened or something like that. That's definitely what's there. Yeah. With that one. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But There's gritty. a term for that. There is. There is. I can't remember. What I can't it think is. of it. So I'm just gonna say gritty again. Yeah, gritty. We love gritty. We heart you, gritty. Hopefully, you're listening to our podcast. Gritty, would you like to come on the podcast? <laughs> he just got this dude in this mascot costume. We've got the mic set up. He's got headphones in, and he says nothing the entire time. Gritty could be here right now. You motherfuckers wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I broke Bob. Bob is broken. Just think of the tweet storm throughout the, the, the podcast. Wonderful. <laughs> Special grass gritty. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Be glorious. <coughs> Into the Spider-Verse. <coughs> Into the Spider-Verse. Speaking of glorious. Oh shit, this movie was amazing. Yes. So I'm going to put this to you. Uh. Before we start our discussion, I think it's in the team photo for best Spider-Man movie. Uh, I would agree with that. Absolutely. And I say that having not seen the Andrew Garfield ones. Mm, I'll need to. I saw like five minutes of the first one on a plane and I fell asleep immediately. So I think that kind of speaks to mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't know if I've ever talked about this. I'm pretty sure that I have on the on the podcast, but... The second in the Tobey Maguire uh, series, I absolutely fucking adored. I saw that shit like five times in four days. Um, Loved it. Very into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first one, I don't think, holds up as well. There's moments in it that are awesome. And then you've got that moment on the the, uh, rooftop that looks like it's just dolls Mm -hmm. being used, talking to each other. And the less said about the third one, the better. Um, which I appreciated they shared on it in this movie. Uh, 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 and the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, which we did an episode on... Earlier this year. Was it or, no, it was last or was year. was last year? Last year. It was sometime. In the back catalog. Go listen to it. I think it's a pretty good episode. 
And it's with them good mics, so you don't have to worry about shitty audio quality. Uh, which is always a concern when going back through the archive. Uh, I thought that was a great movie, too. But mm-hmm. this was like... I loved this. I loved everything about this. Well, I think when you think... If we if you go back and look at the Tobey Maguire movies, um, he, you know, he had Awkward down mm-hmm. really well. Um, what Tom Holland did so well was he had that awkwardness that was also very charming and I felt Tobey Maguire lacked that he wasn't nearly as charming as Tom Holland what I also appreciate about Tom Holland though is Tom Holland is a kid in high school yes and to me that's kind of your purest form of Mm Spider-Man you know I mean you got uh, multiple iterations of it in this movie um but I I like the Spider-Man that's younger, who's struggling, mm-hmm. you know, he's... And I think that's why he appeals to so many people. I know uh, uh, one of our friends, it's his favorite superhero because of that. You can identify with that shit. Mm-hmm. Trying to juggle, juggle a ton of shit at once. So, um, so where... Uh, how, how should we tackle? Should we talk... Uh, general plots. Uh, I could talk for like five hours about the animation. One, one more thing oh. before we move on. Sweetly. I just can't picture Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's it says something that I never felt any desire to go and watch those movies. Mm-hmm. Because it just felt very like... I, I don't know. Were those after Marvel started doing their shit? Like was that, that was that post Iron Man? Uh, I believe Sony still had everything. Um, Tom Holland. Oh, that's not what I mean. I just mean did had Iron Man come out? Yes. So yes. Those so those are post Iron Man. Yes, they were. Okay. Because I just think after that, I, I just Marvel had it down. Um, I, I don't know. But but Marvel wasn't involved in The no, Amazing I Spider-Man. I, I understand that. What I'm saying is you had those movies, so I was getting my like superhero fix. Oh, gotcha. And the, the, there's nothing about those movies that I was like, oh, I gotta go fucking see that shit. Right. And for gotcha, some gotcha. reason, I feel that way with the Marvel movies. Probably now more out of a sense of obligation than anything. Though, we've talked about this before, you go to a Marvel movie, you know you're getting at least... An entertaining enter- movie. You're not going to be mad that you spent money on the movie. Unlike DC. Here, here's the first thing I'm going to tell you. If you have an, if you're, there is an option presented to you to go see this or Aquaman, and I have not yet seen Aquaman, so maybe it's amazing. Go see this. You owe it to your. See this on a big screen. I mean, you said the 4K of this is going to be stunning. Yes. Which. Fuck yeah, it's a day one purchase and then a day one watch downstairs. Mm-hmm. But I do think you should see this in the theater. Well, the, there is something special about going to see a, a, a movie in a theater. And, you know, I, I've talked a lot on the podcasts about how, like, the theater experience has really been meh, meh lately. Um, although I do think going to the Marcus instead has been a, a much better experience. Well, because it's like you're when you walk up to the Marcus, uh, it's it looks like you're walking into a movie theater from when like ten fifteen years ago. Yeah, because it's you got the online shit, but then there's like the two desks. There's the ticket taker. 
you walk up and there's just the the round thing where you can order your popcorn and your soda and it's not a thing there's not people running food um throughout like the first 20 minutes of the movie um it you know they do have bigger more comfortable seats but they're not huge right they don't have the desks that the the yeah, the desk thing. They don't mm-hmm. have that. So it's like you're you're sitting and just have your popcorn. I mean, if I, I think they have options if you want to get, like, food food. But to me, it's like if I want food food, I'll go to, like, a Studio Movie Grill or Hollywood Boulevard or something like that. Well, if you like want that. food food, go get food or, before you right, go. Right, go to fucking Panera down the street and just go get dinner. Because God knows you, you buy food food at the theater. It's going to cost you twice as much as and you can buy. And not be very tasty. Right. But no, it, it, the going to I think going to Marcus has been a much more enjoyable experience than the AMC, which is a shame lately. But um, this is what it is. It is. Um, and but yeah, like there is something special to go to the theater and see it and to hear the crowd reacting, and especially when people are paying attention. Uh, well, that's the other nice thing. I think the last few times that we've been to the Marcus. We've seen movies that have been engaging enough to the crowd right. that we haven't had a lot of talking. Uh, you're getting laughter at the appropriate times, except for the dude who like snored really loudly. At like, did you hear that? No, I missed that. Okay, it was during like the really serious part too, when somebody snored and a couple people started laughing, and it was just kind of like, really, motherfucker, <laughs> like. Well, and I, I was a little surprised how many people were in the theater. I am stoked as shit that that many people are in the theater. I mean, it was Thursday a Thursday. I understand it's right after Christmas, but it's a Thursday night. Like, it, it's uh, and what two weeks after it came out? Yeah. So, so it's cool to see that the word of mouth is really traveling because mm-hmm. we need more movies like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only animated, but um, with minority main characters. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one, one thing that I, I kind of wanted to compare this to in regards to... Uh, uh, it reminds me of, like, the, the, the video game industry when they're saying, like, oh, well, single-player games, those don't really sell anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, those don't really sell, so we're not going to make those. But if you make a good single-player game, a good RPG, a good survival horror game, if you make a good animated movie... Disney or otherwise, that shit's gonna make, like, it will make money. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, if you... I, I mean, you could point to shit like the Iron Giant. I mean, that's, like, 20 fucking years ago at this point, but they didn't have any faith in it. If you have faith in your work and you put it out there and you advertise it and you, like, well, do all the proper shit, if it's a good movie, it'll find its traction. It'll find its well, audience. I do think, you know, in 2018 it it is easier to do that than it was 20 years ago when the iron giant came out um because they're they're through youtube and all the other things it's easier to get the word to those people that oh hey there's this movie coming out Mm -hmm. um and well and it's not just for children no right you know Mm-hmm. I, I think the movie was only rated PG, but... Um, well, and that's fine, too. No, I'm not, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Kids should be able to go to the shit and not be traumatized as fuck. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you can't go to, you can't take a kid to a Batman movie anymore. No. One, they're going to be like, why is this so fucking long? And like, why is Jimmy Olsen getting shot in the face? <laughs> so, like. I mean, could you ever take a kid to a Batman movie? Maybe the Adam West one. I mean, the Burton ones were pretty dark. The Burton ones will give kids nightmares. I don't know. I saw that when I was pretty young. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> like that Especially was, the second. Well, the second one's just fucked up, but it's great. Um, yeah, that first one was in pretty heavy rotation at, uh, at uh, Casa de Erica when she was, she was chibi. Um, uh, but but certainly not a Superman movie anymore. No. no. <laughs> He's breaking necks and tub-fucking Amy Adams and the less said the better. Uh, reference back to our Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice episode. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> and Happy New Year, you filthy animals. Uh, but into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-verse. So, um, yeah. Uh, well, how do you want to how do you want to go about this? I, I thought the voice acting was exemplary. Yeah. And I was very pleased when I finally figured out who Spider-Man Noir was and got the confirmation in the, in the uh, credits. That was a good pickup. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I know you. I know you, motherfucker. It's Nicholas fucking Cage. Yes. I mean, there were, um, there were a couple of names in there that I know, but I didn't pick up on the voices. Um, but there was also a lot that I did not that I hadn't seen before mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um and it it's interesting like I I didn't I didn't really watch any trailers for it. So Well, I feel like we saw the one trailer when we I don't remember what we saw, but we have seen a trailer for this. I well, point being like I knew Miles was in it, but a lot of shit wasn't spoiled. I did not know he was the lead. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, I knew that. That's why I was kind of stoked for it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, cool. Different fucking, like, take on the character. Well, I remember, you know, a few years ago when they introduced Miles. And it was like, oh, this is interesting. Right. You know, right, just from the start. Do different stuff. Mm -hmm. You don't always have to do the same shit. It's kind of cool. Over and over again. Right. Um, Let Idris Elba be John Stewart, the Green Lantern. Um, can how how do we get? So, uh, the guy who did who was older, fat Spider Man, Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember his name. I've seen him in stuff. I have it all handy right oh, here. Oh, look Robert. at that! Uh, so that was Jake Johnson. Yeah, I know I've seen him and stuff. And then uh, Chris Pine was the voice of the Spider-Man from Miles' universe, um, which is kind of cool. Yes. And I thought they did a great job, um, both of them, even though the early Peter Parker was only on screen for like a minute. Yeah, uh, but you kind of got everything across that you needed to get across, right? Yeah. Because one of the biggest things with Spider-Man is he wants to help people. So he realizes this kid has, like, the same powers, and he's automatically like, oh, I, I can show you how to, like, I'll help you. Right. 
So you got everything needed. And, and really sacrifices himself to kind of save Miles and make sure that mm-hmm. the, you know, the way to save the city gets away. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and they do... Uh, Th- these Peter Parkers are also very, they're very much what you would picture Spider-Man being. Mm-hmm. They're qu- they're quick, they're snappy. Um, Spider-Man's got to be quipping, Bob. It's, it's very quick. very important. How do we we need to get Spider-Man and Deadpool? That was so. Uh, my buddy texted me about a week ago saying, "You, Erica, get to the fucking theater and see this shit." And I have I have one question for you: Does Deadpool appear? And he was like, sadly, no. Because there's a series of comics where Spider-Man and Deadpool uh, are broing it up together. And they're pretty fantastic. I've been meaning to pick up uh, the trades like, for that. If, if you want to do something fun. Make it so. Just let's do a, a spin-off, like standalone movie. Just Spider-Man and Deadpool. And have nothing to do with. With anything. Fuck else. Just nothing. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw, Spider-Man and Deadpool. Idris can be the villain in both. It'd be beautiful. Beautiful thing. And they need to sit they need to sit there and debate about who was on the poster first at some point. Needs to be a lot of sexual tension, just because mm-hmm. that's kind of a thing in those books. Mm-hmm. Uh at least if Fanon is anything to go off of. <laughs> and it usually isn't. So um uh, uh maybe don't get your expectations too high. Um but uh, no, I'd be all about that. Even if it's like a side animated thing, fuck, do it like, do it like this, do it in this style. Well, so that's uh, speaking of style. Um, this movie oozed style. Yes. Um, and I, th- I think this movie, um, did so well what they were trying to do with what was the Incredible Hulk. Uh, the Ang Lee yes. Incredible Hulk? Yes. Um, Using kind of the comic book frames and... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it accomplished that so much better than well, what... Well, but that's the advantage to using animation. You can mm-hmm. do that stuff and it's not quite so jarring. Right. Because that Ang Lee Hulk isn't very... Aside from the comic book layouts and shit, isn't very stylized. Right. And I think if you're going to do that you need to that kind of needs to be the visual look for your movie and the way they do the shading in this is all with like little dot it's how you would look in a comic book Mm -hmm. and a lot of it is the mixing of um the the traditional kind of like new york itself is very uh it's cg very traditional kind of cg animation Mm -hmm. or just like the backgrounds but then they add in a lot of like You'll get noise lines or like the uh, uh, the thought bubbles when Miles gets the powers, which was awesome. Um, you know, sound effect bubbles, shit like that. They'll it started to really kind of like incorporate that shit in, and then uh, 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 you know, like the smoke would look different. And then when they introduced the other Spider-Man into the film, they each had their own separate sort of sort of style. I mean, uh, Spider-Gwen, uh, uh, Spider-Man from, uh, uh, with the sweatpants. <laughs> um, sweatpants, Spider-Man. <laughs> sweatpants, Spider-Man. And Miles <laughs> all looked similarly 
animated, but Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham, which... <laughs> stunning. Can and, they say that legally? <laughs> and uh, the uh, Japanese animated uh, one, which was totally a Jaeger, but, you know, whatever, fine. Um, it's like that mini Jaeger from... Scrapper Uprising. Why do I know that, Bob? I've seen that movie. Why? Once. Why, Why do, do you I know, know that? that? Why, Why do I have brain cells dedicated to knowing the name of that dumb little robot? Send help. Now here's the question: How many? How many and cells? Snacks. How many cells do you need dedicated to that? Too many, apparently. Like, it, like, do you need like one cell per letter, or like, how, how does that work? I don't know. I'm curious. Even one is too many. <laughs> I shouldn't remember that. There are people's, like, birthdays that I don't remember who are important to me. But I remember the name of that dumb fucking robot from a movie that I hate. Hey, Erica. Yes. Let's say you're in an emergency and you don't have your phone and need to borrow someone else's phone and you needed to call me. What, how, what, what, what phone number would you call? Do you want me to give the first six digits? Because I know those. <laughs> <laughs> the last four? <laughs> no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. Into it's the Spider-Verse. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the like just it, the style is there. Um, beautifully animated and very thoughtfully directed. Penny Parker. Was that w- yeah. So, um, I love that that was fucking Nicolas Cage. Oh, it was great. Just outstanding. He's like, he is a national treasure. I see what you did there. Oh, uh, Sean Bean in that first movie. Yes, he was. He was the villain. Does he get killed? He totally dies. No, he, he goes to prison. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Did they use him in the I sequel? Think. I don't think I ever saw national treasure. I, I never, I never saw the second. Didn't really care. Um, well, he's like Nicholas Cage is just like this really weird guy who likes to have fun and beyond that, I think he has such a good like his voice is just great. He should be doing more stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Or the little like the smaller roles like he was um in Kickass, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was great in fucking Kickass. Um or alternatively Face off two. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> nah, I don't think we need a face off two. One was <laughs> one was plenty. In all of its stunning glory. Oh, we should do a, a rewind episode on that one. I don't like them. We're not at the rewind podcast though, Bob. It's not really our jam. I know. But I just want to watch face off. I mean, we we could just watch it and then like talk about it on subtle interference. No one is stopping us from watching face off. <laughs> We're not gonna put it on, and someone's not gonna burst into the door and be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but into the Spider Verse. Uh, now Ooze's style, and it really kind of not only pulls from the the comic book page, and they I, I appreciate the way they integrated uh, actual comic books into this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a kick out of that, and uh, really kind of takes some of its. Uh, some of the style and the coloring from tagging, which yeah. Miles is into, mm-hmm. uh, as we see earlier in the movie, and I really appreciated that kind of through line through it as well. Mm-hmm. Like when you when it's when we've talked about this before too, but when it's well thought out, 
and like there's a reason behind things and there's thematic ties and you could see why they did this or that or this usually you're you're in good hands and you're going to have an enjoyable time at the movies right. if somebody thought that much about shit it's like mm-hmm. okay i i can let go i don't have to worry about me wasting my time this is going to be great Exactly. Movie's also like two hours long. It did not feel like two hours long. No. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciated the real world tie-ins throughout the movie. And also interesting where like they probably could have very easily taken exactly what was in the real world and imported it, but they didn't. Like, um, like that Clone High poster. <laughs> Bob, I saw that and I lost my fucking mind. I missed it. Oh my god! So we have to go see this again. Um, Shucks. Uh, Yeah, no, yeah. You see fucking uh, uh, Abe Lincoln's face, and I'm like, (gasps) it made me very happy. So you get that, but then you've also got like, there's a Chance the Rapper poster, Mm -hmm. Uh, or what is it? P D N Y. (laughs) It's like. You could have easily gotten NYPD. Right. They would have let you do that. Yeah, they would have totally let you do on. that. Come on. But little stuff like that letting you know that there are alternate versions out there. And I appreciated when they had like the intro to uh, uh, that Miles' universe is Spider-Man. They integrated parts from the older movies. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, that still looked like different enough, but... Because you're dealing with multiverses and shit. Well, the the original Peter Parker um, in this movie, I did like in that opening montage. <laughs> like, what was it? Oh yeah, this is a thing that happened. Yeah, we, we don't, talk, we don't about talk about this very much. <laughs> <laughs> doing the finger guns and yeah. like, like oh why? Yeah. Oh. I saw that movie at the midnight show, and I knew like 15 minutes in that we were in trouble. So I ordered all of the margaritas. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I enjoyed that they integrated in old lore from the, the movie franchises mm-hmm. to really kind of connect it to that mm-hmm. shit. But then went and did their own thing. Yeah. Uh, I did also appreciate uh, that they got One World Trade into the movie mm-hmm. um, and that they... You know, whoever the owner of One World Trade is, okayed it. Um, you talk about how crazy it is that you have to, like, okay having a building in your fucking movie. Right. <laughs> uh, it was nice to see, like, the Brooklyn Bridge and, like, real things. Well, because part of Spider-Man is so, New York. Right. He's so ingrained in that, like, n- no, that has to, it has to be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to at least get a feeling that it's... Yeah, it's this is Queens, this is Brooklyn, this is, you know, downtown or whatever the fuck. It's it's such an integral part of the character. Mm-hmm. Well, I do um the other thing I found uh very interesting and you know, it's pretty integral to the beginning of the movie is, you know, how he kind of turns great expectations into his art and his interpretation of it and how he wants to express it. Um, and, but on a very visceral level for me, it was like, yeah, that that book sucks. 
I don't Let's know turn it into something else. <laughs> I don't know that I ever had to read Great Expectations. Uh, uh, maybe, see, I had, I love to read. I fucking adore reading. But if you tell me, like, in school, like, oh, you have to read this. Yeah. Fuck you, I don't need to read this. Really? Do you do that? I do. I can't picture that. Yeah, it's bad. It's hard, it's hard to imagine. Right. So I'll, like, be like, no, oh, this great thing that someone's like, oh, you should watch this. I'll be like, yeah, no. But then I'll be like, oh, no, let's go watch the shitty sequel to a movie I love and waste our time on that. <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about. I don't need to say the name of the film anymore. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Um, let's see. I appreciated the uh, 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 the way they integrated more of the rogues gallery. Uh, I dug the hell out of that. I did not see uh, it coming that the uh, scientist woman was going to be uh, Doc Ock. No, that was a nice surprise. That fucking was rad. Well, and you know what? They actually call that out like a minute before that um, because, you know, uh, older Spider-Man is sitting there talking about, oh, I'm going to track. Sweatpants Spider-Man, yes. Sweatpants Spider-Man, that's what it is. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to like get the the lead scientist's computer. And Miles says, oh, it's actually this lady. And then spider Ed sa- uh, then Sweatpants Spider-Man says, oh, I'm going to reevaluate my uh, my perceptions or whatever. So he's actively calling out that you're not going to think right. that Doc Ock is he's a woman. going to be a chick. Right. 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 Which, was kind of, which was kind of fun. Delightful. Well, I enjoyed how stylized those characters were, too. Like, uh, Kingpin is, Oh, that's like, great. It's awesome, because he's just this, like, this giant black rectangle and this little tiny <laughs> head, and it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think they had Scorpion in there. You had Prowler, who ended up being uh, uh, Miles' uncle, Aaron, who was... Um, Someone that he felt he could confide in and, like, it, it was a good sort of... Because the movie is an origin story, but it never feels like it's it's in that, like... Because, you know, when you watch some superhero movies and they're doing the origin story bullshit for the first, like, half of the movie, and you're just like, okay, can we just... Get to it. Let's go. Let's get there. There's never that... I mean, there's a, f- a few moments of, oh, let me like, run up to the top of the building... And then run down because it's too tall, and then run to the smaller building, which was great. Um, because it was a different kind of interpretation of that, but I appreciated that he was like, we we didn't spend an, at least it didn't feel like we spent an inordinate, uh, an well, inordinate I, amount I, of time on I, that. I think there's kind of like if you if you start to get that feel of like, oh, this is an origin story movie, like immediately you're that there's that negative connotation to it like there is an origin story in this story but that is not the purpose of it because i think the negative connotation to the origin story um thought is that oh you're just using this to set up this huge multi-film not only that I think there's some validity to that for sure, but I feel like it's the same way I feel when you're shoving the fucking pearls in my face at the beginning of Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice with that fucking like gun. It's like there have been 
so many Batman movies. There have been so many Spider-Man movies. There have been, like, I I know. Mm -hmm. I know. This is so ingrained in the cultural, like, just knowledge. Like, you could pull, you know, what? Eight out of ten people out of a crowd and be like, what is Spider-Man's origin? How did Spider-Man... They're either going to tell you that he got bit by the spider or the Uncle Ben stuff. We know this stuff. Yeah. Well, and they even acknowledged that at the beginning of this movie. I mean, Uncle Ben is like three seconds mm-hmm. in a flashback kind of blurry thing. Well, and I think you could also make the argument that with Miles, not everybody knows his origin. No, that's an origin story worth telling. So it's a little more like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I don't know this, so... Yeah, let's explore this a little more. Not the usual, like, oh, parent dies or whatever the fuck, so I have to go get revenge. It's it's a little more complicated than that, which I appreciate it. I haven't read any of the Miles Morales uh, comics. Racist. Yeah, that's me. I'm a horrible white lady. Um, and you know the thing with comics, though? It's like, they do so much dumb bullshit that it's exhausting. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's why I you know, really don't read comics. It's kind of a, I'll, if I hear about, there's a good run. Like, I stuck with the Jeff Johns Green Lantern run throughout the whole fucking thing. Um, if I hear that there's a good particular story, I'll jump in. But, I mean, I, I don't read comics the way I, I used to. Which is a shame, because I know that there's good stuff out there. But it's just kind of... Eh. Uh, At this point, I'm just trying to complete my... Uh, Dragon Ball uh, manga collection, and then they just started releasing the uh, Sailor Moon like perfect collection of those mangas, and I fucking love Sailor Moon. So. One Punch Man, Erica, and One Punch Man, yes. One Punch Man. Now, I, you know, comics, especially your mainline Marvel and DC runs, like how many different Batman stories are there? How many different Superman stories are there? Well. And what I would what I would very much prefer is just being like here is the basic like not all of this stuff has to fall into the same continuity. Right. Like say Jeff Johns has his run on Green Lantern. That's just the Jeff Johns continuity. Mm-hmm. Now once he's done if somebody else wants to come in and do something new, he doesn't have to worry about what happened in that old continuity. She can just come in and okay, I'm going to tell the story this way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some basic framework maybe, but if you have to constantly keep... Even then, uh, it's just, you know what? This, Unless you're doing something pretty radically different, it's... If you're like a Grant Morrison or something, and Final Crisis-ing it up. Yeah, it's, it's all the same. Well, it's his stuff is good thing. because he gets high and then like communes with the universe and then writes whatever the fuck happened I mean, there. I mean, you can't argue with that. <laughs> but I think that's what I think that's one of the appealing things about Miles is it's different. It's it's different. It's 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 a completely different character. It's not well, what if in this time Bruce Wayne is just a little more brooding than normal? Steven, you come up to this brooding hill too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, it, if you're gonna, if, that's that's a lot of the problem I have with comics, and it's a lot of the reason I don't read it is because I feel like I know 
who Batman is. Through and these stories aren't going to expand on that. Unless you're doing dumb bullshit, that's just going to make me angry because you're fucking with the established continuity that I know. Right. Which is counterintuitive to what I just said, but... You know, that's why, like, a, um, the Nolan Batman movies were so appealing is because it did explore Batman in a slightly different way, in a different enough way. A more realistic, quote-unquote, right. you know, I mean, you know. As much as can be. Some ridiculous right. shit going on in those movies, too. But it's it's that, yeah. I, I hesitate to say dark and gritty because it's Batman. Batman's always been kind of... You know, but I'm I'm at a point now, uh, being mature enough to realize that dark and gritty doesn't automatically mean good. No, it doesn't. That I want stuff to be a little bit more. I, I want stuff to be lighter. You know. Yeah. Well, and you don't. It's it, it's the classic Hollywood problem of something's really successful and they always take the wrong lesson from it. Um. The, the Dark Knight trilogy worked because Dark and Gritty works for Batman. You can't do that with Superman. Right. You just, you can't. Um, well, and it's Spider-Man can't be real dark and broody either. It's got to be, I mean, there's some heavy shit in there, but ultimately it's hopeful. Right. You know, like the world beats down poor Peter Parker, you know, like... Mm-hmm. It, it, it shit gets rough, but it's always it it, it it never comes across as like not hopeful. Well, and they do such a good job of that in Into the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Where they did a good job in Homecoming too. Yeah, where you know when was the last time you saw a superhero movie where I mean, and you can include this one in it, where the fucking main villain wasn't brutally murdered, but actually like saved and given over to the cops mm-hmm. they did it with fisk and they did it with vulture mm-hmm. and it was awesome when they did it with vulture because it was like oh shit he actually like cause he had to run back in and save uh, uh michael keaton mm-hmm. well and to that end you had two really good villains mm-hmm. um and i thought uh kingpin's motivation in this story was pretty a pretty good one well because you get it right yeah like and, and it's seen through the lens of he's a villain but he doesn't consider himself a villain it was spider-man's fault that his wife and son were killed mm-hmm. because he made them run away which is typical like villain thinking right right so it's like, okay well fuck it i'm gonna pull in other ones that don't belong in this universe not really understanding that like we see the other uh spider-man uh glitching like they can't exist they can't come back. They can't, exactly. It's like, no, you fucked up. It was Spider-Man's fault. You fucked up. And you're just going to have to learn to live with that. Right. It was kind of the cool thing about, uh, with, you know, Miles, too, and his uncle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, though that wasn't really Miles' fault, he he perceives it as his fuck up, but it's like, okay, well, now I'm just going to have to, you know, be better and, like, you know, honor his memory. Right. Well, and now that was a really great scene. It was. Um, and you know, wh- wh- how did he phrase it? Because it, it was like, um, "Keep going. Be better than all of us. Keep going." Right. And you know that was very impactful. 
think he says he he's the best of us. Yeah. And that's what you need from a Spider-Man or a Superman. Well, a superhero. To keep, to keep getting up. Exactly. Exactly. It's, no, you're, you're the, the, yeah, you're kind of, it, it, I don't Because otherwise you become Harvey Dent. <laughs> I don't mean to keep calling it back to BVS, but it's, it's, they, they, they keep calling Superman the light of the world in that. And it's like, you guys have done nothing to show me that. This movie actually takes the time to show you how you get miles from point A to point D in that journey. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to do in a fucking superhero movie if you want the character to come across as heroic. Right. You know, what a novel fucking idea. <laughs> and like pulling strength from his family, not just his uncle, but from like the relationship with his father, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just that's that's how you that's how you do this successfully. It's not that difficult. I did. I mean, I'm sure when I rewatch it, did did the Gwen timeline seem a little off? What do you mean? Like it felt like it felt like she her arrival at the school didn't match up with the first super collider instance I don't know I would have to go back and watch again cuz I felt like cuz I know what you're I I see what you're saying right and maybe though they have been experimenting with it so I guess you could make the argument that it happened previous. That it happened previously. Yeah, that that's kind of what I was thinking, but minor quibble. Um, Though in the movie they kind of frame it as it happened the same time that Sweatpants Spider Man. Sweatpants Spider Man. Well, I mean, you could talk about his journey too, because like, so they and they don't they're not in your face about it, which I appreciated. It was pretty subtle. He in his universe he. Aunt May dies, he divorces Mary Jane because he didn't want kids. But then you start seeing, like, he gets pulled into this universe, and he's hanging out with Miles, and he's, like, gets into starting to show it, because at first he's like, yeah, I don't fucking care, I'm just gonna, like, take care of this so I can fucking go home and go fuck yourself, don't care. But then he starts to, like, get to know him a little more, and they have the whole thing at the, the lab with Doc Ock, and he's showing him how to do stuff, and it's it's just this, it, it gets him from... You know, like, oh, I need to go back to the point where he's like, no, nah, I'll hang back. I'll make sure everybody else gets through because Miles isn't ready. You know, it, it's he has his own little, like, hero's journey to rediscover himself, too, mm-hmm. which I really, really liked. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's like, you could tell good stories with, like, different, you know, stuff going on. <laughs> it's odd. It's weird. Odd thing. Odd. 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 Very odd. He was great, though. Sweatpants Spider-Man? Sweatpants Spider-Man. Oh, he was outstanding. He was just wonderful. Uh, What else? Like when she opens the door and he's just in his fucking sweatpants, like no shoes on, and he's just like leaning on the desk, like, what's up? It was great. I did, uh, are you wearing sweatpants? No, the best, the absolute best, because I had this thought and then the movie was like, 
when Miles is stealing the computer and he has the monitor. <laughs> I'm like, why is he taking the monitor? And then Peter winds up. He's like, first thing, we don't need the monitor. And Good I was news. Like, Thank you, movie. Love that. Oh, man. I also appreciated that everyone at this uh, company. Evil Corp. Was, was also evil. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, there's a bunch of drones here that no, are just here. No, no, loved all that. evil. We all know what we're doing. We all have laser pistols. <laughs> and we're all trying to kill you now. <laughs> Great, glorious, just wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like we could like, go through and like praise this for forever. I don't know how long we've been going, but... Um, is there anything else that you uh, you wanted to jump on and uh, and cover? You know, not not particularly. The, I mean, this 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 movie checks most of uh, the boxes I think that need to be checked to be, you know, a good movie. Um, well, it's a good superhero movie. It is. It's a really good origin story, I, I think, mostly because you do have these other pre-established characters in there to kind of, you know, make it it seem like not, even though I don't think the general population knows who Spider-Gwen is or, or Spider-Ham, <laughs> if I had to hazard a guess, unfortunately, because your life is richer now, knowing that Spider-Ham exists. Yes. It's just... Well, and I like that they went there. Well, I like that yeah. they went, they saw a multiverse, and they said... Oh, no, no, no. Let's get stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you do, though. And I like that you can you can do that in animation. I don't think you, this movie would have been as good if it was live action. No. As much as I would like to see Mr. Glover get his turn. Oh, yes. If that is a thing that we can make happen, we should 1,000% do that. But I meant more the alternate universe shit and yeah, like having it wouldn't have worked as well. Having the anime girl in the anime style and having Spider Ham in that really cartoony style and having uh, the Norse Spider Man. Oh, with that Rubik's cube. Well, because it would have yeah the Rubik's cube. Because <laughs> it you know it, all that stuff would have just been super CG. It wouldn't have fit stylistically exactly. or anything, and you know. Animation's a great medium, and it's uh, it's a shame it's not it doesn't get the respect that it deserves. A well, lot I of think time. that's that's what's so frustrating, right? Because it's at least as someone who once studied it and wanted to get into it from you know back in the day, it's it, it's such a viable medium to tell great stories mm-hmm. that so oftentimes just like oh yeah you know. It's like, no, like, there's some, I mean, I know that you have to have seen a lot of shonen uh, style shows for One Punch Man to land for you, (laughs) but, oh my god, right? Like, you couldn't, you couldn't (laughs) do that any other way. No, you get it. Ugh. Yeah, it just, because think about, um, you know, the great animated movies that are out there. Um, you know, of course, Pixar movies uh, tend to rise to the top in that discussion. Well, but because Pixar is another one of those studios that sits down and actually like thinks shit out most of the time. I mean, look at um, two of 
what I would consider uh, the best animated movies I've ever seen. Wally and Up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's more heart and story and sobbing. Yeah, in those movies than in <laughs> you know. It is known. <laughs> and and you know they 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 I don't even think they got um up was uh, definitely nods for was. best picture. Up did. Up but did. that was after they started doing I think Wally may have too, but that was after they started doing the ten right movies. Which is why now you have like Fury Road getting tossed into that stuff. It's never going to win. It won all the technical categories, but it's never going to win. That's just so that right. Rubes watch and think it. Oh, the Shape of Water won. I mean, the Shape of Water did win. That's very true. That felt more because that, that's an arty movie. It is an arty movie. I mean, the Academy's stupid, but yeah, very much so. But it's it's so frustrating because you sit there and you know the Academy's stupid and award shows are bullshit. But then you see like a great movie get passed up and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? No, it's infuriating because it's like, yeah, it, you're exactly right. Right. What What's the matter with you? Why do your tastes <laughs> not align with my tastes? Why is that dog in a stroller? <laughs> it's, it's, have I ever explained why is that dog in a stroller? No, you have not. Let me take a second to do that right now then. So, uh, many moons ago, I was driving with a friend of mine. Uh, we were in film school. We were working on uh, this thing over the summer for credit. Uh, it was a debacle. We should just do a podcast about that. That shit was... Yeah. Uh, so we're driving down, I believe it was Clark, in the city. And we were talking about whatever ridiculous thing had happened that day. And I was driving. He was in the uh, passenger seat. And I look over and I'm just like, why did this happen? Why did that happen? And I look out the window... And a lady has her dog in a stroller. And after my litany, and I, I punctuated with, and why is that fucking dog in a stroller? So that that's where that comes from. Gotcha. So now you guys know. Now we know. Now we know. We know what he's after now. Uh, but yeah, that when we eventually do our our greatest uh, movies discussion, we'll have to uh, have a side conversation about animated movies um in particular um no i think you gotta just integrate it in you know because it's because <sighs> they, they it shouldn't be seen as an other it should be seen as well i agree with you and i think that's why you have to talk about it um in addition to to kind of suss out what am i not thinking about because it's animated um, and you know, more more or less as a thought exercise, just to to put it out on Make the table. Make sure that we're we're incorporating in right everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm down. Because I, I I agree. Like animated movies, absolutely should be in those discussions. Um, what what was it? Um, the Disney Renaissance is what they called it, uh, or what it's called now. From like Little Mermaid to. Yeah, like Beauty and the Beast uh, or The Beast. Lion King. Well, Beauty and the Beast was the one that really broke the glass ceiling because it was nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. And then the Academy was like, can't fucking have that! And created 
uh, uh, best animated feature a while later, but still. Because mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast is a great movie. And there's just a lot more options for uh, doing the stuff that you want to do in animation, especially in 3D, where you can kind of set up a scene and then, I mean, you decide where that camera goes within that 3D environment. So mm-hmm. and then you, you know, once you have that all laid out, you animate to the camera, obviously. But yeah, it it, uh, it opens up a lot more possibilities and you don't get the stupid Uncanny Valley shit that we see in a lot of... Uh, yeah, because unfortunately, no matter what you do, no matter how well it's integrated, we're still not there yet. Nope. Nope, we're not. So, Bob, where would Into the Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse, excuse me, it's late, fit on your hot dog scale? I think there's only one answer to this. Mm-hmm. Um, it is definitely a coney. Ah, okay. You uh, called something else a coney, though. Do you remember what it was? Nope. Don't remember. Okay. It was from our... So Okay, so the rankings, if you, like, an A for one movie, an A for another movie, mean nothing. Could be completely Means different. nothing. Yeah. We're going to have to start keeping track. Stats? Statistician. Stats. We need you to keep track of this shit. Get on that. Okay? You know who you are. Get on it. Oh, man. That slice of pizza Peter Parker was eating looked delicious. It was animated, but... I appreciated the slice that was hanging off yeah, the bathtub off the while he was having his sad shower. That made me happy because I've been there. I found that very relatable. I mean, who hasn't eaten pizza in the shower? Who hasn't drank whiskey in the shower? Who hasn't smoked in the shower? <laughs> oh, that was a sad evening. Oh. Anyways, any other thoughts, Erica? Um, no, I would definitely recommend, uh, go see this in the theater. Uh, I think it's going to be there for a while because again, the crowd was pretty, it's pretty big, pretty big, which was, which was pleasing Mm -hmm. to me. Um, I I think you would recommend it as well. I do. Um, so yeah, go, go forth, read lots of fan fiction and stay tuned for, uh, our next episodes. What, what do we have kind of coming up on the docket? We've been discussing, um, Getting uh, uh, the esteemed Jack back on the podcast for a... Uh, I, I know I talked about how we don't really do retro reviews, but um, he found it kind of appalling that we hadn't done a Pacific Rim episode, and I, I tend to agree with him, and I have a, uh, a tight 50 on, you know, certain couplings from that movie that really needs to be put out there, Bob. Um, In but, devastating detail. Besides that, um, <laughs> we're uh, we've talked about going to see Aquaman. Aquaman is out there. Mary Poppins Returns is out there. Bumblebee. Yeah, you're getting dragged to Bumblebee on New Year's Day. I hope that's all right. <laughs> that's happening for realsies. I've heard good things. Everything I've heard has been good, and that doesn't everything. 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 Literally everything. And that doesn't happen with these Transformers movies. And that's from a guy, uh, uh, he was a director at Leica, which is another anim- stop-motion animation studio. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's somebody who gets heart and understands, you know, having giant you, robots animate properly. You know what I find yes. interesting about Leica? What do you find interesting? They're basically funded by Nike. Are they? Yeah. I did not Look know Look it that. up. Um, yeah, I guess uh, it was founded um, by, like, 
Phil Knight or he was like a huge investor in it or something Um, or he bought it or whatever it is but yeah it's basically because I think they're Portland based they are um, which is like Pacific Northwest which is Nike Town so no their movies are outstanding Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings was their latest and that was stunningly animated and the story is amazing and Coraline was great and I'm blanking on the other ones I think they did Paranorman too which was really, really good. Box Trolls? I didn't see Box Trolls. But that was them, right? That was them, correct. They've got a good track record. Definitely seek out their movies. Um, but yeah, yeah, go see Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. This was this was high-quality shit. And uh, we are going to keep trying to keep the uh, update train moving. We've been really good about you know weekly updates for the past couple months here. And uh, obviously, for you, the dozens who we love and appreciate... We want to make sure that you guys have steady streams of content with us uh, bitching about movies, just uh, just filtering directly into your brain. Um, you can always uh, like and subscribe uh, uh, to show uh, that you appreciate us and you love us. Uh, you know, going to try and be better about asking for that. Uh, other thing you can do is uh, check out the other Team Puma Knife podcasts at teampumaknife.com. We've got Subtle Interference. We have... Um, uh, Improvised Weapons, which is our Real Play D&D podcast. Oof, I wrote that. Is going to start updating again in the new year. And then we got that uh, GOT date. So uh, we got to start dusting off that channel for uh, Beyond the Red Waste. Get some uh, content going on there again. Yes. You seem really ex- enthused and excited about that. Well, Erica, there's something I need you to know. There's something I need. What is that? I uh, want a party platter. If you haven't seen Clone High, do do yourself. Do, do, don't even do yourself a favor. Treat yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. You can find it all on Daily Motion. Go watch it. It's it's the fucking best. Now go do that. That'll tide you over until our next episode. Thank you very much for joining, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production.